You're listening to That Damn Indian Show on Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly, and thank you so much for tuning into this segment. It's a beautiful day in Southwest Oklahoma, and as usual, it's a beautiful day to be Indian uh, because, you know, as Indians, we know Mother Nature tries to kill us in every way that she can. And and I live in Oklahoma, so uh, yeah, right, right in the ding-dang dead center of it. Uh, but yeah, our, our weather, you got to be weather aware because now October is actually our tornado season. And I've been saying this, but of course, you know, climate change deniers. And, and I, don't, I really don't see how, how that happens because it, just in your lifetime, just if you're honest, in your lifetime, if you're a Gen Xer, okay, if you're a Gen Xer, you seen some shit change in your lifetime just with the weather, like just... The things that didn't used to happen are are happening with greater frequency. I mean, there's just no denying it, right? So, um, but just be weather aware because it's we're about to get another round of storms. And so, uh, any whoozle, uh, it's it's just a lot. So, um, one of the things that's on our social media pages. And uh, you can go and check it out for yourself. It's from CBS News. And it's moccasin maker Minnetonka apologizes to Native Americans. Do tell. Minnetonka is apologizing for profiting off Native American culture without acknowledging its role in the 75-year Minnesota company's line of moccasins and other footwear products. David Miller, Minnetonka CEO, said Monday in a statement, We recognize our original products, some of which are sold today, have been appropriated from Native American culture. Minnetonka deeply and meaningfully apologizes for having benefited from selling Native-inspired designs without directly honoring Native culture or communities. Minnetonka's Mia Culpa came on Indigenous Peoples Day, proclaimed a holiday by President Biden to honor the country's first inhabitants and now celebrated by multiple states instead of Columbus Day. The family-owned business first publicly acknowledged its cultural appropriation in the summer of 2020 and for years has supported Native causes in its home state, according to Miller. The fourth-generation-run company is now actively seeking to hire Native Americans and form business partnerships with Native-owned vendors and suppliers. It's also working to more directly acknowledge Native American influence in its marketing efforts. Minnetonka plans to launch a design collaboration in December with Adrian Benjamin, an artist and member of the Mililac of Middleac Band of Ojibwe as its reconciliation advisor. Minneapolis-based Minnetonka, which dropped the word moccasin from its logo in 2008, started in 1946, one of the many companies at the time selling handcrafted moccasins and native-inspired accessories to roadside gift shops. Its manufacturing operations are now based in the Dominican Republic and supplemented by factories outside Shanghai, according to its website. Minnetonka is not the first brand to appropriate Native American culture. Urban Outfitters was also called out for selling products, including a Navajo drinking flask, and in 2016 reached a legal settlement with the Navajo Nation. Okay, y'all. One of the things, and it's a a fascinating interview that we talk about, um, is... Uh, C-Pain, 
corporations posing as indigenous nations, right? A lot of CPAIN organizations and industries out there. Um, however, Minnetonka, I mean, what, what, what does, what does that mean though? What does reconciliation mean to to Minnetonka like what are they going to do they 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 already kind of backtracked by saying well we support native causes in our across our state okay well which ones and and now all of a sudden you want to you want to hire natives and and you know good on you I guess but it it doesn't seem like this is a real sincere thing. It's just like, oh, we got called out on it and we're facing a lot of scrutiny and Christmas season's coming up and winter's coming up and you know, we got to got to make sure that we put on a good face for this. And all the while have been exploiting natives and native products. But it's like I said, so what does what does reconciliation really look like to them like what are what are the kinds of things that they're going to do because they haven't specifically said are they doing scholarships are they they're certainly not pulling products even though they're changing the name of them there's they're still a moccasin is a moccasin is a moccasin you know what that is you're gonna look at it and you're gonna say oh that's a moccasin no matter what brand it is because of because of marketing right that's what we've been told. That's what we've been shown. And yes, that's basically what moccasins look like, right? So, um, but it's, I, I just, I, I don't understand this, you know, and, and, and you got to do it on Indigenous People's Day. Like, you, you, sh I, I, is that part of the reconciliation like trying to trying to 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 bring light like I'm under, I'm trying to understand the healing process here and 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 what that looks like and what that entails to this company and yeah great I'm glad you acknowledged it been you know not not acknowledging natives but also financially not acknowledging natives right and so is there going to be some kind of financial reconciliation? Is there, well, I mean, yeah, okay, so you're going to start, you're going to finally start working with native vendors. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> how come you, how come you, how come you haven't started that before? How come now it's, oh, well, we're going to do this rather than here's the list of native vendors that we're going to start working with. These people right here are the ones that are going to be the first in a long line of craftspeople and artisans, native artisans, to create. There was none of that. There was none of that. So I, it's like I said, I, I want to understand what that looks like. And this is a fourth generation family owned company, okay? Four generations, mind you. Um, it's like I said, that that's another thing. I'm, I'm glad that they acknowledge their cultural appropriation. But again, what native causes are you supporting? You would think that it would be like, well, we support X, Y, and Z. We support this and this and this and this. And we go to these tribes and consult with them. That, that It's like I said, none of this is meaningful. This is a press release. 
to say, hey, yeah, we're we're culturally we're 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 culturally appropriating you and your your designs and your footwear and everything. And hey, yeah, we got that design from Indians. You got us. We're gonna start hiring Indians now. That make you Indians happy? <laughs> Is that gonna be enough to make you Indians pipe down? And and feel like you're part of the conversation without having to really be included in the conversation. Like, oh, yeah, like this is. Um, it's like I said, if you if you really want to apologize for that, you know, start sending start sending some of these natives to school, to fashion design school to, you know, start 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 creating these opportunities not only not only to be able to show off native art and not only to get the credit for it but to learn how to navigate the these businesses especially these design businesses because if you really look at it that's kind of the place where it all stems from right natives and i mean our whole history getting swindled because we don't understand how things work. We don't understand the nature of things. So the playing field's already uneven. So if you're really looking to give these natives some opportunity and to really get into native causes, how about you push these natives forward as individuals and, and help them learn and create these kinds of programs? Help us learn, I should say. Is there there's a there's a lot even for people who are entrepreneurial and gung ho in a time of covid there's still a lot of pitfalls when you're talking about these different industries and we're talking about supply chain good lord i mean somebody's making a shit ton of money off of these off of all of this delay and all of these prices going up and oh no gas has to go up again right as the petroleum industry is dying you know um just all of it. it it's all contrived and we we don't know any better because we're not educated about it and everybody's just trying to survive and eat and feed their families and you know what i can't even think about the, those kinds of things i have to worry about getting trying to find a a second third fourth job i'm going to talk about the um the um theoretical labor shortage and and a couple of other things and interesting things that's going to come up later on um in later segments so make sure that you stick around it's a beautiful day it's a fun day it's thursday and um you know what you just got to hold out for the rest of the day or not take the rest of the day off you got sick leave like be like covid's still a thing like i think i'm exhibiting covid symptoms and i need to take a sick day or you know what fuck it just say i need a mental health day that should be a thing if you've got sick leave you should be able to take it for a mental health day and I said that. So pack your shit up and go home and <laughs> go get in your jammies and do whatever you do when you can have a guilt-free time off. So thanks so much for tuning in. That Damn Indian Show is a production of the Institute for Native Arts and Media. We're indigenous, we're independent, and we are nonprofit. You're listening to That Damn Indian Show on Doc Jive Radio.